Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Kimboology. Look, she can't even keep it together, y'all. Look, <laughs> Becky's already laughing, y'all. <laughs> Welcome back. As you guys can hear, we got my co-host Becky Campos in the building. Hey, guys. Or should we not call you Becky? Because, um, oh yeah, she got her like life read the other day because... <laughs> So yeah, guys, we've been talking about like, you know, how we're going to like go into 2022 with the podcast and restructuring and all. And like, I was, I went to this like brand, like uh brand, like pitch meeting analyst, like a seminar thing. And this guy was, I was telling him about Kimboology and he's like, what's your co-host's name? I was like, Becky. He's like, oh no. Yeah. You guys are people of color. No, you can't call it the podcast Becky. You can't have her name in there. What's your middle name? What's your last name? Like, I was like, he did not feature your name. And so she had like, she like messaged me at like 1 a.m. the other day. It was high as fuck. Talking about Kim, do I need to rebrand my existence? I was like, oh girl. Well, you know, my brother did that when he went away to college. For what some do you mean? Reason, he, dude, for some reason, everyone he's met since he went away to college calls him Esteban. Everyone. Really? Yeah. Not he, Stevie. No one calls him Stevie. And it's so, even, and it's funny because even his stepdaughter, Allison, who's 12, she and I have had this back and forth because she hates that I call him Stevie and I hate that she calls him Esteban. Uh, so she's just constantly like, his name's Esteban. Wow, <laughs> the shade, right. the shadery. You know what? So, but I'm here for like I'm here because he moved to Houston, right? Yeah, I'm here for like new, new, new place, new bitch. You know, like new place, right. new me type thing. So, okay. you know what I mean? I so get that. He, I get that. He gets to have that because I never left the ghetto. Like, is that <laughs> so in the trenches <laughs> of the South Side of Chicago, y'all? That's right. <laughs> Becky with the good hair from the South Side of Chicago. Yes. Um, I wore my hair curly today for Kim, too. It is not curly. <laughs> there is a slight wave and a tendril here and there. <laughs> Ain't no curl up in them hair, up in, in that kitchen that she's called curly. But anyways, hi, guys. Welcome back to the show. It is episode 57. Yeah, You guys, 57 episodes. Uh, what are we doing? Nung song sao si ha ha. No, wait. Nung song sao si ha hok jet. Ha sip jet. Is fifty seven in Thai. Say it again. Ha sip jet. Oh, okay. Nung song sao si ha hok jet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then in Spanish, it's <laughs> you're looking at me. I'm like, girl, you're up. <laughs> in español, in español, por favor. Cincuenta y siete. Hey, y'all heard it. We, you know, we multi, we multilingual up in here. You know what I'm saying? We're linguists. Yeah, right. No, I can, I can barely speak Thai, guys. I could get around in Thailand, but you know, they're like, why is this black girl speaking Thai? They're like, I'm so confused. When I tell people I can speak a little Thai, they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. Swadi ha, ho. What's up? They're like, okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, guys, I have Becky in the building. I always love when my co-host joins yes. us on the show. Um, last week, if you guys didn't tune in, you know, Kira Jones joined us on the show. She was awesome. You know, my ex-pole student slash killing it out here. I gotta listen to that episode. Oh, you have to. She's so, ins- it was so inspiring. She's like literally like doing it. She's like, she just like worked with Brandy like the other day. She like saw her Instagram. Wow. She was like, on, like she like, cause Brandy's, she's right. She writes for the show Queens. 
that's on ABC. Right, 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 right. And she's on it too, right? Or no? She's a, she's a writer now. So she's actually just writing. She's behind oh, the scenes. Wow. Yeah. She's an actor too, but she's not acting in the show. But it's like Eve, um, right. uh, Brandy, I forgot who else is on the show, but... Um, Trina. Oh, yeah. Is it Trina? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. No, I, no, I got to admit, I guys, just love her. I love Trina. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. We, we stand <laughs> Trina in these yes. streets, okay? No, I need to sit down with Queens because I am, I want to, like, I, I'm going to totally support Kira and her show yeah. and everything, but I need to sit down with it and then, like, yeah. you know, watch it because I also, I'm doing that with Southside too, guys. So Southside, if you guys, you know, didn't catch back in a few episodes ago, Kareem Young and Sultan, they were both on the show and they're both the coast, the, the, the stars of Southside. Um, it's on Those are HB- really cool episodes. Oh my god, mm-hmm. so I had good. a lot of fun with them. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm. What so a fun listening. You, she was like, <laughs> I had fun with them. I'm like, oh girl, the fuck? Were you with them? Share the tea. No, I. You know what? I loved both of those guys. Are so cool. Yeah, and they're like literally killing it. I mean, they have their own show on HBO Max. So like. Yeah, and they're so cool. They're from Chicago. So check it out if you haven't watched Southside. It's on HBO Max. Season two just got released uh, this month. So I'm still in the middle. I'm, I have to catch up. I'm like, I like on episode three-ish or whatever. I don't know. I have mm-hmm. to keep watching it. But I kind of am the type of person that likes all of the episodes to come out. And I know. And I binge it. Yeah, so I'm kind of waiting for... I don't know how you can be like that. Like, I love... Really? I love the digesting of Mm-mm. shows in like week to week because I'm able to like, but that's just me. I'm just yeah. like a nerd that overanalyzes everything. So it gives me time to be like, oh, well, what about this? And what I, about- I analyze, but I like, I just like to sit and watch over and over. But like, like I, oh, you I like to sit with it. Like, uh-huh. like, like when a week I, of like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. all right. Well, that's a lot. I don't know about that. <laughs> I was like, I like to sit down and get it all like chunks, <laughs> like big old heaps of it at a yeah. time. But no, I mean, it's really good. It's a hilarious show. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's like a lot of like, um, Chicago too, um, stars that make an appearance yeah. like, um, like Chance the Rapper and whatever, you know, even though I don't really feature him that much, but whatever. <laughs> like I don't whatever. think anyone does. Girl, I just get, I, he gives me like, f- like fake. Like he gives me like, he's like putting on this like facade. Like he's not genuine. But I don't know I him. I have some personal stories that I know about him. I mean, and, and not, nothing that's like crazy bad, but yeah. Um, I guess I just, to the point, I, I'm very neutral about yeah. him. You yeah. know, that's how I, because I don't d- hate the guy or despise Same. him. You know, I don't yeah. think he's a bad person, but. Yeah. Definitely. Well, when I, just, I always say like, the way I would frame it is like, I would never be friends with them. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? I, no, for sure. Like, I'm cool to see you. I'm, you know, whatever. But I'm like, I don't really know know about you, and I don't want to know about you. You get, you hear that, Chance the Rapper? <laughs> Becky doesn't want to be your friend. No, and not. <laughs> she's like, eh. No, I hear you. And guess what, girl? I, 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 I align with that because I don't know. I just the same. Like I just mm-hmm. feel like you know. I don't know. Like when I did that show, Hustle and Flow, that was on who, Netflix. Hustle and is it called Hustle and Flow? Yeah, it's called Hustle and Wait. Flow. Oh, that rap, that rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show. I never watched that. I, I mean, heard I, it was really good. When they filmed in Chicago, when they did that episode with Twista and Chance Rapper, I was in the audience, so I oh, was there. Yeah, cool. and so I got to see the rap. I got, to, I got to see a show. What did you think Fly. of Twista? Oh, I'm a stan. I know. I am He's a twista. I'm a stan. Uh-huh. So when I tell you, like, when they were like, Twista, and then all these, mind you, this was like, I was in a room full of, like, millennials and, like, Gen Zs, apparently. Yeah. Because they were all like, yay, like, slow clap. <laughs> Girl, I was like, y'all better, y'all better scream for the, for the legend. Okay. Right. 
for one of the Put OGs. Put some respect on that name. Put some fucking respect on Twista's name right now. <laughs> I was upset. And then when like when like Chris uh, Chance the Rapper came on, everybody was like, oh my God. All excited. I'm like, you guys, he like literally just started. <laughs> Twista's been doing this forever. Right. He's a so legend. I, he is legend. a legend. Legend. His style of rap is unmatched. No one can do it yeah. like him. No one. Nobody. Mm-hmm. And I love Twista. Yeah. Like, I'm a stan. I love Twista. And yeah. he's from Chicago. He's still here. Like, he performed at my high school. We won a contest from WGCI. It was Jealous. like one of the best days of my life. <laughs> still one of the best days of my life <laughs> when Twista came on the sh- and performed with me in high school. No, I believe it, girl. Because I, when I tell you, and it's funny too, because I was like screaming, right? I was like the one like, Twista, nobody has on you. I was like, you fucking legend. And then he was like kind of sitting in his chair and he was like smirking because he was like, she knows what's up. Like, she a real <laughs> That's one. That's what I'm saying. She a real one. He's, he's like, he's like, like these a, new ones no, don't know. He's got a, a finesse to him for sure oh he had mad yeah. swag mm-hmm. like he sat there in his throne like just fucking yeah. like quiet and like just like very like I don't know like it was like it was like he godly. has an allure to him I he bet does. you he's a fucking Scorpio I bet you if we googled it you know it, what let me find out we know. let me find out what the fuck he, yeah and there the one thing the one thing and this is just me being millennial about it I would love to give him a makeover cause his wardrobe I'm, what <laughs> His war, no, I'm not talking like, I'm talking about his, not a makeover in personality or anything like that. That's perfect. His wardrobe, though, he dresses very like late 90s, early 2000s, still oh, a little bit. He's an old nigga from Chicago. Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if he just had a little help and like updating, still keeping like that same like swag, but in like an updated kind of version. No, I'm here for the uncle vibes. No. I'm here for it. No, 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 I'm, no, no. Give me the old no. school rap uncle vibes give no. me that girl it's him I don't want to make him all <sighs> modern with like Chance the Rapper type not that gear. kind of stuff I'm talking like a cla- like, okay, give me a like, rapper give me a rapper okay you know who Steve Buscemi his shoes do you know who I'm talking about do you know have you ever heard of those that shoe brand oh no, no. Buscemi's oh so, wait let me google if, if you see it you'll be like yes I know this okay because it was very like 10 years ago it was like the look you know um but I love that guy's style. Like his style is so like just manly and sexy, but like comfortable and confident and like put together. Yeah. What's so special about his shoes? Let me see. Oh, he made his own shoes. Yeah. Those are the Buscemi's. Uh huh. Oh, those are cute. Yeah. Oh, and they still give me like rapper. Yeah. Those are cute. Yeah. Like, Google, okay, when you get a chance. Okay, bitch, but you're talking about shoes. Like, you want to, like, give them a maker no, and just change the shoes? No, I'm not talking about shoes. I'm, I'm talking about the creator of these shoes, his style. Is the actor, I, Steve Buscemi? So, he, no, is it not? Okay. Wait, am I crazy? This is Because the actor. this dude, the, okay, it's his brother. It's, like, his kid brother. Oh, okay. It's his kid brother. So, what's his name? It's not Steve, This then. guy, this guy was, he's, like, I, he's, like, huge. Steve, you okay, guys, but, he's, okay. like. I know. We know who he is. Boardward Empire. Okay, so his brother's name is Frank? I don't know. Okay, but then... But everyone called the line, like, those are... Lucian? Lucian? No, no, no. No, that's me. Ken, Michael, John. These are his siblings. John Buscemi. John Buscemi. Yeah. Okay. Click on him. Oh, this is his shoe? Yeah. Shop John Buscemi. Let me see. Oh, I see. This is a little swaggy. He's a little swaggy. He's got a little swag to him. 
Okay. Yes. No, I'm here for this. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm glad you see the vision. Yeah, no, I see it. He's like, got a little cute hat on, guys. Yes. Like a simple, all black. He's got a full beard with some glasses. Now, I can see yes. that. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Okay. Like updating, like, because this is a guy with style. Yeah, right? this style. is a guy with style. For sure. And, and Twist is a man with style, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> it just needs to be I can't updated. Wait. I can't wait it for the day that we sit here in the room with, with fucking Twista <laughs> and she's going to, like, talk. She's going oh to tell us to. Oh, my God. Gaggy agrees to do it. Oh, like, no. I could see that. Credit card. I could see that. The here's, way you just sold it to me. I'm going to bring my mom's measuring tape with me that day to take his measurements. <laughs> You're going to help me because you you have the, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to We're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to restylize yeah. Krista. Yeah. And, and he's going to live. He's going to fucking love it. Yeah. We're going to like go hang out with him. Yeah. At Kiki at his like mansion. Yes. Yeah. I'm so down. You, I would love to be friends with Twista. Or, telling, Orlando changed his oil one time oh, when he worked at Jiffy Loop in Calumet City. Orlando. He had a job there for two months and Orlando changed his... And we still like... When me and O talk about yeah. it, we're like, oh my God, you changed his <laughs> oil. And you know what? I'm going to speak it into existence <laughs> that we're going to be in the room and you're going to re, you're going to be a, you're going to restyle or you're going to have a conversation with Twista and Twista's going to look at the stylist and be like, Talk to her. Get her number. Yeah. Um, we're going to make yes. this happen. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because you know he don't dress that. himself. You know he don't dress himself, probably. He probably has people to do that for him. You think, Twista? No, I think he dresses himself. You think so? And I think that's what's gotten him this far, <laughs> you know? She just shaded the <laughs> fuck out of Twista. She's like, oh, bitch. No, he dresses himself. And that's why he looks a goddamn mess <laughs> right now. No, I hear that, though. Uh-huh. Uh, listen, Kim Kardashian was a fucking mess before right. Kanye uh, got mm-hmm. her ass together. Mm-hmm. Them, them, them bodycon Bandage, yeah, fucking he band, definitely updated. Dresses. Yeah, and I love how adventurous she is now with her style too. Like I she's think going for it. It's definitely like all the stuff she wore on SNL, right? Um, well, from Balenciaga, the, oh, the hot pink. It just let's go into that because that's but, actually gonna be. I, my God, I could see you in all those outfits, Kim, that she wore because it was like insult me, bitch. I'm no, but, no, bitch. Don't add like you're for like op- one of your AKAs isn't great ass McGee. <laughs> Let's get into that. Great ass <laughs> McGee. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You, got, you know you would fucking slay it in the fucking okay, I'm, I'm, hot pink. The, and you know the what? Boots, the velvet one. I gave, you know I hate velvet, right? You do? Hate it. How could hate you hate vel- luxury? Hate velvet. <laughs> I don't like velvet. Why? I don't know. It, it's never this been is a texture r- Okay, but this is real velvet. It's like Bitch, smooth and buttery care. on your skin. It's not the fucking polyester. Remember when there was that huge, like it was at the early 2000s, that velvet, that the velveteen, velour. the velour. But see, craze. that was polyester and that's, no, it was I don't, too hot and it was not breathable. I don't want my clothing that I'm wearing on my body to be like, that way I'm good like I don't know why it's not what? like I know fleece I'll do like a nice little fuzzy I don't know you're but, an old navy girl you know what <laughs> if old navy wants to sponsor <laughs> us don't I don't know her okay <laughs> Becky I don't know her had Come, every vest <laughs> old navy talk to your girl Them okay ten dollar vest on the <laughs> talk to your girl talk to your girl okay she has we in- can talk alright cause old navy <laughs> held it down you hear me <laughs> In fucking, uh, you know, in grade school and in high school, you know what I'm saying? You know, a, a simple basic top, a basic tank, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't don't come for fucking Old Navy now. <laughs> okay? And them prices, all right? Them flip-flops were trash. Every time I put on a, a flip-flop from Old Navy, I got a, a blue stir. But anyways, 
Um, why did we talk about it? How did we go into this tan? It's because we're high, guys. Yeah, we're like, we, we smoked up. As as uh, Becky would say, we, we smoked in a little sativa. Because this bitch, whenever I touch, she's like, you guys, so yeah, I smoked a little indica last night. I smoked a little indica. I'm like, you understand that like an indica is just like, it's a category. It's not a strain. Like, I smoked a little indica. I'm done. Well, we smoked Bear Dance, which is a strain. It's a sativa. Oh. It's a hybrid, but it's a. It's called Bear Dance by Revolution. You, this brain. is one of the plants that you grew. This is not. This is oh, not. Oh, okay. no, this is uh, this is from a cultivator here in Illinois called Revolution Rev Revolution. Uh-huh. Uh They're they're arguably the best cultivator flower here in Illinois. Rev- wow. It's Rev, then it's Arise, and then like Rhythm's pretty good. But what like, makes it so great? The quality, the mm-hmm. way it looks, smell like you like their flower is like, like they've won like um, cannabis cups. Wow, like several. Yeah, so, I don't think my dispensary carries them. I've never seen that logo. Which one, Michigan? Michigan. Yeah, I'm at Mission. Um, I'd have to check because I know I have to check. I I want to say they do. You, okay. might, you probably just don't even realize. Okay. I got you though. I'll put you on because that that. And arise, mm-hmm. and then if you like, I can put you on the best cultivators. Yeah. I also tell you the shitty ones too. Like you shouldn't be spending your damn money on. But name no. one, Cresco. <laughs> Dang, you want some? Uh, you want some Reggie? <laughs> there you go. Let's start a war. With oh, they, they fit. A co- I might even blink it out because I don't <laughs> want them coming for my ass. But anyways, I used to. Well, I'm like whatever. I used to work for them. I don't work for them anymore. So whatever. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, no, uh, Bear Dance is really good. It's like a very citrusy like has mm-hmm. a lot of citrus notes so that lemonine that lemonine that's a terpene in there that makes it nice and citrusy and then um it's like heady so like the head high it's like more of a head high mm-hmm. not like a full body high but it's just like a oh my fun, god i feel that now that yeah, you point that out right uh-huh sativas will typically be more like in a sense of it they're more in your head okay. like a head high they call it and then you have like your indicas that's or indica, like your fave, that's gonna be on all over body, like your body high, oh. and that'll and typically those will like make you like sleepy, right? You know, and that's, so yeah, that's why I love them exactly. Mm-hmm. And then your hybrids are gonna be the middle range, like you could kind of have some that lean towards sativa, lean towards indica, but um, but yeah, no, we're gonna have plenty of more of these kind excuse me, these conversations in the future because we're going to yes. have like, yeah, because apparently like, you know, you guys are really enjoying talking about weed or hearing about weed and like Becky was saying. I enjoy it too. I yeah, think right? it's very informative with you, Kim. Cause Thanks. You're, you you know, know so much. I'm trying and like, I'm really passionate about it now. Like mm-hmm. it's one of those, one of those things that like, it's changed my life and I, if I can encourage people to like, you know, it only elevates your life. You know right. what I'm saying? It really does. Um, and then there's all different forms. So like, if you don't like right. smoking it, you can always just eat an edible, you know, it's ingest it. So, right. but um, yeah, we're going to have many, many conversations like this. We'll get into that later in the topic, but let's dive into the recycling in the news. Um, I wanted to, let's just segue because we were already talking about the hoe, yeah. your favorite, your fave. <laughs> Um, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so she saw her sister Courtney all fucking loved up on her server of oh her my man. God. Yeah, I gag because literally, like all like these memes are like, haha. If it like it's like it's if like the hosts and the server were dating. Oh That's how Courtney Kardashian and Travis right. Barker are. Yeah, yeah. It's like. <laughs> You know, or like the host, yeah, the host and the, yeah, and, the, yeah, and, the yeah. and like the cook, the line cook yeah. or some shit. I'm done with all these memes, but you know what? One thing's for sure that bitch looks hella happy. Yeah, she does. And apparently, that they've known each other for years. Yeah, Travis were, Barker. I he has his own line of tinctures. No, he had they, they were neighbors. 
But he like, also has his own line of tinctures. Oh, he does? And okay. he sells them on Poosh. Her, like, she's trying to be like Gwyneth Paltrow ah, and have like a goop situation. So okay. it's like this like big lifestyle brand. Okay. Her, her website has a shopping sec portion and then... There's a whole other website, uh, uh-huh. a whole other website where it's like a bunch of editorials. They have content on YouTube. It's one of those things. Okay. Um, well, apparently, yeah. So either, they they were like business associates too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I mean, apparently, back from back in the day, like they've been. I guess. Oh, been, that too. Yeah, they've they literally been. They've known each other for like dec. Like, like I don't know. I don't know. They're literally a long, long yeah, time. a long time. And then like they finally were like, you know what? Let's try it. I love you or whatever. They seem so happy as fuck. Yeah, you know, I'm listen, I'm here for it. Like I I root for Courtney. Courtney's always been my like fave, arguably, because she seems the most normal out of all of them, the most real. She's an Aries sun and a Scorpio moon like me too. Is she? Mm-hmm. She's a Scorpio moon. And an Aries, Aries sun. sun. Yeah, you know what? Cause would that bitch pull that that baby out of her vagina? <laughs> Did you see that video? Yeah. Oh my god, you guys, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, literally Google Courtney Kardashian. Pulling the her baby is, out of her vagina. You had never seen that before. No, I have, girl. Oh, that's what I used to. I used to watch the Kardashian. The keep eating up with the Kardashian. No, I I'm talking to. about a, 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 a watching a woman give birth oh. and she pulls it out. I mean, I can't say that I've seen a ton of people do that. It's uh-huh. not, I don't be watching like birth videos like that. It, to me, it was <laughs> jarring for her to just reach down you, there. Wait, and so you weren't yank you it weren't up. obsessed with the baby story on TLC back in the day? What is she talking about, guys? <laughs> You don't remember what that reality show? No, girl. I don't. Do I also it didn't was, have cable growing up. So. Oh, so we, this I was on TLC. Oh, girl. And it was I, a re, this was like TLC was um, like reality television. It was like the, they're like the OG of that. Okay. So they had this one show called A Baby Story and I would always watch it because it'd be on when I would come home from school. And for some reason during this out, because my, my grammar school was so close to my house We'd be out of class and I'd be home in like five minutes. Oh, nice. Um, <clears throat> so I'd get home pretty early before like cartoons would start and stuff. And so this show would be on. I would always watch and it. it, they would just follow a couple and they would do like lesbian couples too. No, you were like 10 years old watching this <laughs> yeah. deep ass shit. And I was obsessed with it. And like, you have forever been 85 <laughs> years old. That's crazy. And dude, it was, it was like the weirdest thing. And like, um, I saw that like a bunch of times on that show where like oh. women would pull out the baby from their vagina while they were giving birth. So I remember when when that happened with Courtney and literally the internet went crazy. Yeah. And Kim too. I did. I was like, I, ooh. I was just like, oh, did they, did people not know this was a thing? Like what? Girl, I, is it a thing? Is it a thing? I mean. Are people just yanking babies out of their vagina? Depending on your flexibility. Girl, you, you, know. ain't, you are not telling me that bitches at the, at the hospital, that doctors are literally letting bitches go down there and pull Why out Why not? Because the thing is, especially now, they recommend skin-to-skin contact, like, uh-huh. almost immediately. I do see that, yeah. So... Don't they it, have the paper covering their shit and, like, no, girl, doctors down like, there and shit? No, it's like your, your titties are all out, your stomach's all out. Like, you're fully naked because they need to be able to see, like, everything that's happening to your body. So if what? Yeah, girl. <laughs> so then, you know, they just pull it out and it just makes sense. Your bare hands, the first thing yeah, your baby feels, and then they put it up on your chest for that immediate skin to skin contact. 
It's like all part of like the hormones and like the changes and all. You that are stuff. not about to sit here and tell me that most people, most women having babies, are pulling themselves. I'm not saying most, oh. but I'm saying it's it's more un, it's more common than you think. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm over here sitting here with no baby, so I don't know what the fuck I'm. T- I <laughs> me guess. Too, bitch. Okay. I'm going to Mexico for three weeks. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you worried about child free? She's worried about cheese pizza though. <laughs> her cat. Her cat sister. My God, guys, I love her so much. Yeah, she's, you guys, she has fully joined me in the cat crazy cat lady <laughs> category, and I'm and I'm so happy. My heart is totally melted and unthawed because of this cat. Like, I know cats like they're she's everything. everything, right? She really is. They're so fucking shady. I love cats. Like cats are like have I, they're people. Like yeah. they're literally people that they've, they've been, been here, here before. They've been here before. I feel like cats and dogs have all been here before. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I've never had a dog. I'm not saying that. I don't. I don't. I don't just understand that dynamic of like the dog. And yeah. Like, you know. But I can just speak speak from the cat side of like cats. Totally have been here before. Yeah. Or they're like because you know they used to be gods back in the, yeah. like the Egyptian days. So yeah. they remember. I feel like that's why they walk around with their with like their like. Like they're like their they're shit fucking, don't stain. Yeah, because yeah, no, sure. they're like, oh, bitch, I was a god. <laughs> I was a god. Honestly, yeah, you're right, Kim. Yeah. They're like, y'all should be worshiping me. Right. Cause the Egyptians did, so right. fall in. Right. And they like remember their past selves. And so that's why they walk around like fucking like shit. Yeah. Georgie's like, um, I demand to go outside <laughs> right now. And I'm like, who the fuck? You don't I pay feel rent. Like Georgie's past life, he was definitely a very good looking, like Calvin Klein model. <laughs> I love that so much. And like, came, but also like came from like a privileged life. Yeah. Like, mom oh and dad God. paid the rent in New York City. Boots. And he just was like, Boots. and that was the life he lived. And he, I don't know, married another model. And they just, they had babies and they had all kinds of sponsorships. And, he just lived the best life as like a beautiful person. Oh my god! And that Down. was that was Georgie. Now you have to take care of him in this life. And he looks at me crazy. He's yeah. like, "Bitch, <laughs> do you understand that you should be worshiping the ground I walk on?" <laughs> And I'd be like, I love him down. Like, we're all obsessed with George. He, he's the most spoiled fucking cat ever. And he does. He I so feel cute. like that is what he used. You, she, he was you definitely guys, that guy. Becky hit it. Yeah. Nail on the head. Like, seriously. Like, he had an assistant who, like, hated, lo- like, hate loved him because he was so good looking. And he would be like, oh, can you go get me this, like specialty water from Alaska that they only sell at like this bodega that's like two ah, miles away. And no. Like, okay. Wow. <laughs> Georgie needs his own TV show. That would be the shit. And then that's his like past life. Yes. Yeah. We just like named a whole movie idea. I can see it. Right? I can see it. Right? No, for that's sure. A, that's v- it gives me like VV like Pixar vibes a little bit. Oh my god, that'd be Pixar so vibes. Cute. Yeah, maybe it's animated. but for adults. But for adults, yeah, yeah, maybe like Adult Swim or something. I yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I am obsessed though with like. All right, we were on. We were on a <laughs> tangent. We were supposed to talk about that. Your okay, your fave. Let's get back to Kim K right. and Pete Davidson because that's what we were supposed to talk about. <laughs> so she was in her feelings because Courtney's over here loving on her man, and now she's like, "Let me give me a white boy. You know, let me try it. An alternative white boy. Yeah, let me try. It. You know what though? <laughs> Dead ass." I didn't know what Pete Davidson was at first. Really? Because he looks like my ex so much. He looks like my Mexican. Oh, you're Rican. talking about like ethnicity wise. Yeah, I thought uh-huh. he was like of, you know, of color. He's Italian. That don't count. 
<laughs> no, I think he's Irish. That, yeah, I think white. he's Irish Italian. He's white down. Though. He's <laughs> Caucasian as fuck. Okay, so yeah. did you watch his movie, The King of Staten Island? But okay, I, is it good? It's so good. Should I watch it? Yeah. Yes, it's worth it. Okay. The unfortunate thing about that movie, and I think why more people haven't seen it, mm-hmm. it was due to come out Memorial Day weekend, twenty twenty. Yes. And I remember we were in the, like the <laughs> thick of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I think the movie theaters were still closed. Yeah. Yeah. So basically it premiered on um, HBO Max uh, to stream. Yes. And the thing is, though, I think because there was so much happening in the world, like mm-hmm. any I'm sure any kind of promotion they attempted to do just went totally through like. Just slipped through the cracks. You I think know? so. Yeah. But the, so if you can watch it, I, I definitely would because I always liked him as a comedian. You know, I always thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved when he was like with Ariana, you know? Yeah. Arianka. Ariani. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, people are people are giving him a lot because they're like, damn, nigga, you bagged Ariana Grande and Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Like, oh. All the girls. Do you think his like. The girl from he Bridgerton like, he was dating. Oh, girl. But yeah, so this this movie it's it's based on his life. Okay, and it was so good, and it it I don't know, like I have like a soft spot on my heart for him. You do because she's over no, here. So like his his dad was one of the firefighters who died in one of the towers on nine eleven. Oh, dead ass. And so the movie in real t- life, yeah, in real life. Wow. And so the movie touches on that. You know, that's part oh, of the storyline because it's based on his life and. Wow. It's just, it's like, wow. You know I what I mean? It. Like, I will see him I, in a whole new light then. I really do you feel know, like. After, see, after going to the 9 11 Memorial Museum mm. this year, I've been thinking a lot about like how, how much I was like such a little kid when all that happened. And it's, it's crazy because I remember when I would watch the news or like anything that had to do with 9 11 after it all happened, I would always cry when I would see kids who lost their parents, Mm. you know, in that mess. Mm -hmm. And I guess because I was a kid myself, I Mm -hmm. was just like, oh my God, like, what do you, how do you move on from that? Like as a child, like the, not only did one of the most terrifying things in the history of the world happen and it happened to all of us, but then you also get touched by it and on such a personal level mm-hmm. and I think that that's what always stands out in my memories from that time so in a way it was kind of like wow like his story is so beautiful like he this happened to his father when he was this little kid and you know he lived on Staten Island he saw it all happen and like his life could have taken such a different trajectory, mm-hmm. you know, and like he's so successful and yeah, he's got well, an amazing career. And fucking so one of the it, it kind of like it was like it healed my part of my soul with that. Okay. You know what I mean? To see that. So I definitely recommend it. OK, because I also feel like with that being said, I feel like because he was able to get so vulnerable filming that movie and telling his story uh-huh. I feel like he's just like a real person like he's okay. just like a good he's got like a good heart you know and I, I everyone keeps being like why is Kim with him like she's had so many more good looking guys and mm-hmm. guys that are completely different from him but I'm like why not like he seems like he's a great person you know you like, know what though I feel like this, and he's funny you know like you, you said it though funny guys funny guys can do whatever the fuck they, they want they can you can and you can look however the fuck yeah. you want. Yeah. I mean, anyway. and it's a it's a rare gift because what's more like the I think one of the worst kind of guys 
are the ones that just want to make you laugh because they know that's an easy way to get into your pants. And like, they're just annoying. Mm. Like they say anything to try to be funny, which is like the worst. Maybe well, they're I, still being corny about it too. Yeah, that's what they're saying. There's people that just have like a natural, and like, I'm great about, personality yeah. that you want to be around. Right, exactly. Yeah. So like genuinely funny yeah. guys yeah. are like... And they just have an or, like an energy around them. Yeah, and they yeah. literally... Any girl they want, they could yeah. have. You and then know? that's probably what this nigga's giving. <laughs> yeah. And like, you're over here with your panties wet right now talking about him, so... No, I, <laughs> I don't see it for you him guys, in that way. I don't. She's had a twinkle in her eye, though, the whole time <laughs> talking about him. You guys should really see this movie. I, I never spoke of Pete Davidson in this way before. I know, I was I, like, since when Before are you I saw this movie. Because okay, well, the movie was that good. Let me I do feel my like research. It's kind of sad that it came out in such a bad time he if you imagine if, if like he, right now i bet you there's people not going back to see his shit because now they're all now curious it's, it's streaming on hbo max well now. in a sense i'm saying like right now because now he's <gasps> dating her oh my god you're so right like, maybe you'll get like a little boost oh, to the girl, movie always yeah that's like, a, that's, like a, that's like a fact that like she's you know, got like the oprah touch at this point girl, you know like i mean we can't deny i maybe I this will maybe you're right kim this will be fine yeah. this will be the time when people appreciate the movie girl people are gonna be like who the fuck is this guy yeah do all the research people will be like oh he's a movie let me watch it yeah watch the watch it and be like oh you know so i need to watch it i don't care enough about it's them good. to like be you all should, up in their business you like should that watch I'll, the movie. I'll watch it if you say yeah. it's good yeah it's funny yeah. too it's I'll funny it. and it's heartwarming and i'm down judd apatow is the one that produced it and then i'm watching yeah because i love anything he yeah. does i love uh-huh. Je- judd apatow guys did the 40 year old version yeah did the 40 year old version okay knocked up knocked up literally a comedic genius okay arguably started a whole new genre of comedy mm-hmm. at a time where this comedy didn't exist it no. was like a very like you know, uh, like super bad and like the 40 year old, you know, all those type of like comedic, like yeah. almost like just like the humor was very like, it's like, it's like sitcoms without having to be PG for like ABC and NBC. Like that's like yeah. the style it's like of, a, yeah, it's like a of move, like of comedy movie. It is to me. Like it's yeah. like, a, it's like sitcom humor, satire, but you get to be like dirty about it. Like you don't have to hold back. There's no innuendos. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no, I, I agree. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, he, yeah, I'm going to watch it now. Cause I really, you sold me on that. Cause I really love, yeah, it's good. Kim. I really love him. It's good. Yeah. He's a great, it was guys, so good that I, I was like, produces when I finished watching it, I told, cause I was quarantining with my parents. I was like, I told my mom, like, you have to watch this. Okay. It was like, you need to see this. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Cute. Cute. All right. Well, so congratulations to-, to them. Do you think they'll stay together? Nah. <laughs> She's having fun right now. She's having fun. <laughs> she wants some, some new dicks. She wants a little pink dick. She's like exploring like white men right oh, yeah, now. I remember when Alana was like, Yeah, I, must I think be I'm craving pink I dick. I think I'm craving pink dick. Yeah, literally. I think that's what she's on. <laughs> I think she's seeing her sister, her older sister, Courtney, you know, exploring the pink dick fla- phase. Well, actually, you know, whatever. Like she's getting married or whatever because they're engaged. <laughs> but like, yeah. I what? actually saw this TikTok too. It was like, on, on TikTok, there's a bunch of people who do like celebrity theory or whatever, like rumors and stuff. And this one girl was saying that Kim is dating Pete Davidson to get the attention off Kylie and Travis right now in the media because of Travis's Astro World. Bitch, fiasco. if they are like Which? in it like <laughs> that, it's working. I know, right? It's working. Mm-hmm. You know what, bitch? I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't put it past that family because <laughs> they all work together. Chris, <laughs> I, if I'm telling you, I always say this and you guys quote me, if I could, if I could afford Chris Jenner <laughs> to be my manager, if I could afford that bitch. Because in that, and it's funny, I mean, I don't know what to believe, but hey. that paparazzi photo that came out over the weekend. Oh, so staged. She, so the, her staged. smirk on her face oh, is a little yeah. devilish. She knows though. No, yeah. Literally, come on. Cameras follow him, her everywhere. Right. She can't take a shit without the cameras being right up her ass. She knew what she was doing. She knew what the fuck she was doing. And you know what? I'm here for it. Whatever. <laughs> do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? You're here for the takeover, the devil's I takeover, mean, the metaverse. Oh my God. That's what it, We're going to be in the metaverse. I know. And soon come. The Kardashians are going to be like our gods, like how the oh. Greek gods had all the like multiple gods that they worship. Stop it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I will is, literally. That is, is when Kim's, I check out. This is Kim's dream world. No, it's <laughs> not. Do not. Don't listen to this crazy bitch. That is when I will literally <sighs> check out, go live on an island, sell coconuts. Okay. You can't. You you live in the metaverse now. No, I'm going to check the fuck out. <laughs> I, I, I refuse to be a part of this fucking metaverse. <laughs> uh, if you guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about, meta, so Facebook came out and said, we're, re, we're, we're changing our name. We're rebranding. Rebranding, right? Everyone's on this rebrand. We're like, rebranding too, Facebook. Because we are. <laughs> literally, we are rebranding. Kimbology's rebranding, guys. So that'll be coming soon. We'll talk hmm. about that in a little bit. But... Um, apparently we're going to be living, you know, virtually having sex virtually, you know, it'll be a whole thing. Metaverse meta there. It's like this whole thing that's starting, which it's going to be, the, it's going to, it's, this is actually a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, people already do it like the whole virtual world, bitch. I play just dance now all the time. Really? It's that dancing game where you can like, <laughs> yeah. And you have, oh my God, I fucking love it. I'm like <laughs> obsessed with it. I'm such a dork. <laughs> but like, I, it's like something where like you're living in a virtual, you know, you're dancing and you're like, I, I, I cannot beat this one dancer in Luxembourg. And I want to, I, I swear to God. Let's fly to Luxembourg and okay. run it up. Run it the fuck up. <laughs> if we can't beat him. Join him. No, beat his ass. <laughs> No, she did not. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm done. This bitch gonna send me to Luxembourg, give me fucking he- going Arrested. to jail in Luxembourg. That's the last thing I need You're right now. Be locked up abroad, right? Literally with like weed, Luxembourg. like in my pocket. They're gonna be like, um, go to jail. <laughs> you get Whatever. cream puffs, every- <laughs> <laughs> bitch. I'm so done with Becky, guys. The f- she's on a <laughs> she's high boots right now. What would they serve you in jail in Luxembourg? What do they? Cream puffs. Yum. Sausages. Sausages down. Sausages and sauerkraut down. Yes. That's a, that is a 100% a thing, I bet. Hot beer. Like, you Ooh. know, like, well, that's how beer used to be served. Like, it was like in hot. Germany, in yeah. Germany? Yeah. Um, I believe it. They do a little <laughs> things differently over there. I'm trying to remember when I was in Germany. I'm like. I think so. All I ate was like like sauerkraut and like s- sausages, like bratwurst or whatever, and like drink beer. I'm so let's go to Luxembourg. Go to Luxembourg, get locked up, take oh. a year off. I do not support anything that <laughs> Becky's saying right now. But yeah, guys, the metaverse is coming. It's around the it's around the corner. Um, but 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 I basically feel like we are in a metaverse now because. So if you guys are living under a rock, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah. We're going to switch up the vibe now, guys. Ugh. Completely. 
So that little crybaby white boy that came on the, and ch- with them fake ass white tears has been acquitted of all charges after what murdering two black yes. innocent black people. No, they weren't black. They were both white. Okay, sorry, uh-huh. I'm completely wrong in that sense. That's okay. But wasn't he protesting for? Um, they were. Pro- they were. Well, the thing is. The prosecution didn't even, I feel like. It was during the protest. It was during the protest, but they, they, one of them, I, so not Kyle Rosenbaum. I forget the other guy's name, the other man that was killed. Um, Kyle was like a looter. Like he was kind of, but I also think he had a history of mental health problems. So all of the rioting and looting that was happening in Kenosha, I think was just taking him over the edge. Um, and then I, the other man who died, like I said, I don't remember his name exactly. I'm looking it up right now. Cause um, I need to put some respect on the, right. No, of name. course. Um, he, I think was part of a group that was trying to chase after Kyle Rittenhouse to stop him after he had killed, um, Mr. Rosenbaum. Okay. So that's what happened. And I, I think he injured a few other people too. Well, yeah, because he came there with a the fucking like AK forty seven right. shit, talking about, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. Like, nigga, you walked around with that big ass gun right. and expected to just like be like, and that's the thing. That's like that white privilege and shit. Right. He's, like, he's only let's see. Okay, so oh, Gage Grossenkirk's the only person to who survived being shot by Kyle right. Rittenhouse he, he, last year. Say he injured people At too. a ca- chaotic demonstration in Kenosha, Wisconsin, took the stand. So he like took the stand and was like, um, mm-hmm. he was 27. Um, so he raised, so that, said that Kyle Rittenhouse raised his rifle at him and that he feared mm-hmm. for his life. What, so, what were the two names of the, of the guys that he killed? So, so for, for, first things first, Gross, uh, Gross Quartz was the one that survived. He was a paramedic from Milwaukee. Okay. And he attended uh, dozens of Black Lives Matter dist- um, demonstrations mm-hmm. that summer. Um, oh, he acted as a medic and a legal observer. And he carried uh, medical supplies. So this right. guy was like trying to help. He was, yeah, that's like you a know. thing at, de- at protests. Yeah. There's got to be people there to... So basically, was um, this guy Grosskurtz was roughly a block away from Rittenhouse when he first heard the gunshots, the sound of Rittenhouse shooting and killing Jostin Rosenbaum. Mm-hmm. As a medic, uh, Grosskurtz uh, uh, ran towards the sound rather than he said, uh, but then he encountered Rittenhouse and then he heard the shots from the crowd um, that Rittenhouse had just shot somebody. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, he decided to run into the same direction uh, Rittenhouse was headed. Um, and then, um, basically I thought that the defendant was an active shooter. He said, anytime you bring a firearm into that equation, the stakes are much higher and, right. and, and both series, uh, from both, um, serious and injury and death. Uh, so as he approached Rittenhouse was confronted by Anthony Huber, who yes. struck him mm-hmm. with a skateboard. Rittenhouse shot Huber in the chest, yeah. killing the 26 year old. That was, I, that, I think. That was the one who I think had, they think had mental health problems. Uh-huh. Because he wasn't uh, even protesting. He was just like kind of wrecking havoc. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gross Kurtz had drawn his gun holding the pistol in his right hand and his cell phone on the left. He testified that he did not draw the gun with the ex- express intent of using it, but rather to be ready if he felt like it was necessary. Then Rittenhouse turned his rifle on him and then um, asked what he thought that uh, at that moment he said, I was gonna, he thought I was going to die. So the video evidence shows uh, Gross oh Kurtz stopping and raising his hands. 
his pistol pointing in the air. Grosskreutz testified that he uh, saw Rittenhouse re-rack his rifle to load a new round into the chamber. In that moment, he said, I felt I had to do something to try to prevent myself from being killed or shot. Grosskreutz testifies, um, I decided that the best course of action would be to close the distance between the defendant and I, and from there, I don't know, wrestle the gun, defending the, um, detaining the defendant. I don't know. I don't know. I was, tr- I was never trying to kill the defendant. Um, so I guess they got into like, you know, in a sense, uh, right. like a bat, like they people got into were trying a- to stop him to be like, Hey, what are you doing? Like, so, so with, okay. So with mm-hmm. all this guys, right. I just read you guys a little blurb of what happened that mm-hmm. day. Right. From the eyewitnesses. And, yeah. and this is in CNN. So this is not some, you know, this is actually NPR that I'm listening, that I'm reading this from. The other article was CNN. Mm-hmm. So my thing is that if he was acquitted of all charges, like there's been several times he re-racked his gun. Like there, that was attempted murder. Like, that was like he yes. was shooting an intent. So like with but intent. the prosecution wasn't able to prove that he was acting with intent. And that's what happened. And they were not able to sway the jury to believe their side of the story. They, and what the, jury, a jury. All, the jury ultimately st- de- sided with the defense, you know, that's so what he happened. Sh- it says he shot three men, one he killed for <clears throat> sure. And it's like, he was acquitted of all charges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's, you guys, it's just seriously like, what the fuck? Like I, the fact that like this guy is the witness, one of the guys that was wrestling with him, right? Like, you know, um, gross, mm-hmm. gross Kurtz literally said, you know, he re-racked his gun. Mm-hmm. He saw he, saw, he physically saw him shoot somebody. Yeah. Like that is somebody that's acting with intent in my mm-hmm. eyes. I don't understand what the jury was missing. Right. But what the fuck? Right. Whatever. I mean, this is, I, he had my an heart. AK-15 type rifle, guys. It wasn't just a pistol. This fucking kid, right? Because he was 17 yeah. at the time. Was, they said that he was acting in self-defense. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this is the world we live in, guys. This is the world we live my in. My heart is broken for the families of the victims. Like, Literally. Honestly, my heart is completely shattered that they have to live with this verdict. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to, yeah, where, how you even start to process that. Um, it's terrible. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's no one, it is no one's duty to take the law in their own hands unless you are a law enforcement officer of this country mm-hmm. and i'm not and i'm not i'm not like all blue lives matter or any of that bullshit but that's the world we live in that's the reality yeah of the world we live in you know well, i mean there's obviously we should all save our, obviously save. we all have to use our discretion when we call the police you know right that yeah. can go wrong in so many ways for so many people you know, but with that being said, the like I said, the reality of the world we live in is that we have to call nine one one. Yeah, you know, because it's there at that point, it's out of our hands. Right, law enforcement has to come in and decide how they're going to deal with this. Um, you know, and it's he totally robbed them of that chance. If if they were if they were out to get him, you know, like if they if we if we're wrong and they weren't acting and you know they were threatening him, who knows, you know. The thing is, is they never got a chance to to side to say their side of the story to say they're what not happened. here. He took they, he took matters into his own hands, and he doesn't have that right. right. No one has that right. You right. know. All I gotta say <laughs> is that if Kyle Rittenhouse is black, there's no fucking way he he wouldn't be he wouldn't even he be would, alive. He wouldn't even be alive. They would have shot him down. They would have shot him and mm-hmm. killed him right there in yeah. Kenosha because mm-hmm. he was. 
I mean, there's photos, guys, of Kyle Rittenhouse with a fucking AK-47 looking, I mean, yeah, huge he rifle. He looks terrifying. He's not a small kid either. Yeah. He's I mean, like, he, looks he looks like, like he's, he's like 25, 20, 30. Yeah. He looks like he's not, he didn't look like 17 no. for sure. But he's walking around with this giant ass gun. If he was a co- of color, if he was black or Hispanic or whatever, there's no way he would no. live to, to tell mm-hmm. his story mm-hmm. at all. There'd be no way. And we cannot deny that, guys. If you're going to sit here and say that, you know, this, that a black man walking around with a gun like that or a Hispanic man would have lived to tell the tale, no. you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. And I'd, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't live in this country that no. we live in. You're living in a different country. You're not living yeah. in America. Because right. that's, sim- like, it's just simple. Yeah. You know, we cannot. T- so, I mean, he got, he got really acquitted of all the charges. Obviously, being white really saved his ass in that sense. Right. Being a white man with those fake te- a white young boy because like, he was 17 when that happened but now he's 18 right so because in a sense like when he when he well i guess also the charges is like you know if he's going to be charged as a as a minor or as, as a an, you know as an adult in that sense too because it's like if you were 17 you can say well he's a kid but you right. killed somebody and you're walking right. with that fucking gun right so yeah i just you know we would be remiss if we didn't mention that and um all you know, i have to say is if you're listening to this, Kyle Rittenhouse, stay your fucking ass in Antioch for the rest of your fucking life. That's right. That's the world, the world does not want to see you. No. And the world, you may be a free man, but I guarantee you this world is not going to be kind to you did for you, the rest of your life. And you're going to have to live with this. Did you see that? There was so like stay some, in your little bubble because no one's trying to see you outside of that. Well, apparently, girl, there were some people that wanted to like like be his intern like they wanted him yeah, to hire him as an intern there was like but just I'm, these senators but or that's what I'm saying like, you, you think he's gonna you at, he's insulated where he is he's in a little bubble you think he's gonna go live somewhere else where he's gotta go get a coffee or walk down the street where with black people and Hispanic right. people around Latinx communities around getting yeah. on an airplane you think people are yeah you think if you, people Woo! spot him Ooh, that in mask, an airport he better wear a big old mask that's what to I'm cover saying. his face Stay in Antioch. Yeah. Good riddance to you, nigga. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, with that being said, we need to take a break. Yes. Um, and yeah, we'll be right back with the fuckery. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. All right, it's time for sexy sustainability. So, guys, uh, my favorite uh, sustainability (laughs) champions um, on Instagram. Oh, by the way, guys, sustainability is just a segment that we like to shout out a brand, a company, a product, a way of life that helps Mother Earth because she needs help. Because it was damn near 63 (laughs) degrees in November in Chicago the other day. She is not okay. So, no. This, my favorite Instagram page to follow is uh, Sustainability Champions. And they, of course, posted this really cool thing. And I want to share with you guys. This student, um, he creates water bottles out of clay with cork caps. And it reduces plastic waste and keeps beverages naturally cold. Mm -hmm. And it's cute. They're like these cute, like sexy, like wooden bottles. And then it's, uh, but they're actually uh, clay. 
clay pots were used to keep water cool long before refrigerators were invented because uh, clay is porous and it allows water to evaporate and keep the water cool inside the bottle. Um, so this nigga's name is Sadiq. <laughs> uh, my nigga Sadiq. Uh, he's dope. And he created this. He's 23. Oh, wow. And he's a fucking like genius because he came up with this. Uh, he wanted to do a little bit of, uh, to reduce the plastic from plastic bottles, which I align with because it upsets me so much. He said one of the first things uh, he cha- uh, that he did was change his uh, water bottle from plastic to a bottle that was made of clay. Wow. And so, yeah, so he... Uh, so yeah, so he created these cool little Dude, bottles. These kids, these Gen Z kids, twenty three. <sighs> I wish I had them their lives because like millennials you know were not. We were we were fucking assholes at twenty one, twenty two, oh, twenty three. It's completely selfish, <laughs> full of myself. Only cared thought about, we were you know, cute because we got Obama in office. Oh, I like, thought it was hella cute. Yeah, you can tell me nothing. So yeah, no. Shout out to these, you know, these young kids doing it. Uh, creating water bottles out of clay. I'm yeah. here for it. So yeah, that was that. Uh, let's go ahead and quick switch it over to meditate, masturbate, or medicate. Yes, yes guys. So um, this is uh, something that we're going to be doing. Uh, it's going to be actually a huge feature on our show, guys. I know that um, we do this kind of like a little bit on the side, but you know, I really kind of like, and I, and I'll talk a little bit more about it later on in the show, how I've kind of changed my viewpoint a little bit and how I feel like meditate, masturbate, medicate really needs to be the focus of this podcast. So we're going to give it this love and it's a time and attention. And this week, the uh, three M's, the three M's. I love that. <laughs> the three M's. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Um, so yeah, Becky's got to actually uh, the topic this week, or she's got what? What is it going to be? Masturbate. Masturbate. Insert moaning. Hey. Um, insert moaning. If sound. you're my brother listening to this, like just skip ahead or stop or oh something. Oh my god! Please. Yeah, Stevie, you don't want to hear this naturally. Um, she came all over herself the other day, and I was trying. She's like, true. I smoked a little indica and got super high. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tell us about it. So I recently purchased the infamous uh, Goop double-sided wand vibrator. Let me see this thing. It is. Oh, it's pretty. It looks like a lollipop. And I guess, okay, so I've never. You shove this up your vagina? You can, yeah. You guys, this is like, oh, okay. It's like, it looks like art. Like, it, it, looks, it looks beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. I'll, put it, in, I'll put it in the show notes, guys, so you guys can see it. It's called, a, it's a double-sided wand vibrator. Yes. It's, it's $95. It was definitely an investment in myself. Um, What's it made out of? Let me think. It's BPA-free. Okay, good. Latex-free. Okay, good. And then I, there's this other thing. Ooh, it's free of. Yes. It is amazing. It's waterproof. Ooh, it's waterproof. Sickening. And Travel lock and pouch. I yeah. know that's right. <laughs> so you can take it on the go. It's got two different functions. Um, there's like the the pointy tip and then it's got like the round like stimulator. Um, so you put this on your clit? You can. Yeah. Ooh. Um, that would vibrate my clit off. It's, it's too powerful, no? <laughs> the thing is, it's not because it's like the... I guess like the amount of like research and development that went into this vibrator was like intense. So like 
it feels really good, but it also doesn't feel like, yeah, you're going to like burn your clit off, you know, or Because we all know <laughs> some of these vibrators now. Right. Well, the, I, well, actually, I don't. This is actually my first ever toy. Is it? Yeah. Oh I've never God. owned any toys before. I've Welcome. played with them with different partners who had their own toys, which was fun. But I don't know. Even then, like someone I dated um, a couple years back. Um, he had some toys that he kept at my house. Um, but I don't know. I was never curious to like play around with them. When on your he wasn't own? There on my own. Really? Yeah, wow. I, just, I, I would think that just, you would want to, I discovered toys on my own. No, like just, they would just live in a drawer in my room and I never touched them unless he brought them out to use really, them. Really? Yeah, uh-huh. I would think that you would be all about it. Yeah, no, this was my first one. And it's been super fun and it's amazing and it's it's it was just I don't know I guess I'm it's a really amazing product because also it has two different buttons so it yeah what has do? like two like two you can do like different settings and different vibrations and it also like kind of goes in a circle too at the tip too um the and, tip is the long the white part yeah okay and so combined you can have like 67 different different settings okay but no person and like there's no one like and this is my thing this is my gripe when it comes to vibrators right okay this is a huge thing and this is something because you know more about it than i do this is my first one i don't know i'm not a vibrator expert by no means but Uh when i study tantra and this was something that you know my tantric teacher at the time was like trying to get us off of was this vibrator vibration to get off because that is something that a human being can't attain. Like human beings, we can't vibrate like that. It's a machine made vibration. So, you know, and the thing is like, you know, not a, a, a lot of women already have a hard time orgasming, climaxing, climaxing yes. with a partner as is. So even if your on body, their own, even on, on their, their own, own. yeah, mm-hmm. even on their own. So, and it's, this is my, this is my thing with it. Right. It's like, I don't want, and, and this is why I had to wean myself off of mm-hmm. vibrators because I felt like my body was so used to that feeling, that sensation and that vibration that it became very like um, dependent on it. Yeah. And if I didn't have that, I couldn't climax. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Do you feel like? Um, so yeah, I, I see where you're coming from because, well, I'm, I guess this is part necessary. I've been wearing my nails long, can see them. Um, so one of the motivating factors behind me getting this vab- vibrator was I love my nails right now. They look really cute, but I obviously love to masturbate too. And it's just uncomfortable. Like, Do you insert your fingers inside you? I do a couple of things. And when I have long nails, it bothers me. Oh, okay. Like my favorite time to masturbate, masturbate excuse me, is when I get a manicure. Like at that that night when you're oh I was when like when they're like freshly done because I usually would wear I'm 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 a short you nail guys, kind of guy grand kind of girl kind of guy why is kind of guy you said kind of guy yeah. <laughs> I'm a short, short nail kind of guy right. no, I'm a sh- short nail kind of girl Becky, no what? you were like 
the fact okay so Becky makes love to herself guys <laughs> I need to know I need you guys to really process this right this girl right <laughs> next to me will go on dates by herself she will have nights where she's like you guys I'm so excited I'm like why I'm gonna go home I'm gonna make a bubble bath I'm gonna put my <laughs> manica honey on a monica honey on my face and then I'm gonna smoke a little indica <laughs> it's gonna be amazing I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the fire Fire, you know, um, fireplace, fireplace on. <laughs> Cheese pizza is gonna be on the bed. It's gonna be a whole vibe. But we're like, what? The? <laughs> she gets so excited off this. So like, the <laughs> fact that you said that you ma- you get excited up when you masturbate. When after you get your manicure, another tip from the self care queen, guys. That's another AKA for you. Becky, a.k.a. the self-care queen. I'm going to take that title. You are that. I'm going to take that. Becky Campos, a.k.a. self-care queen. (laughs) A.k.a. travel bag. (laughs) No, but with that being said, though, so this is, I've always masturbated with my hands, you know? And, like, I've always kind of preferred it that way, I guess, because, like, it just feels good. You know, I've never... And I would never put, I've, I've, I've had friends who've had sex toys since I was a teenager. You know, I had friends in high school that had vibrators and I never put it down. Cause I, I was just like, Oh, that's cool. You know, like I just, it's something that I felt like I didn't need or, or even that I wanted, or I was even like that curious about and not in a bad way. I was just like very neutral to it, mm. you know? So yeah, I've been wearing my nails long cause it looks super cute. And I got this and it's, I don't know. I, I definitely see how what your tan- your tantric studies taught you and how it can be a very slippery slope. Mm-hmm. Especially because not... Well, me and Kim are actually... We talked about it earlier. We're going to have a whole episode on the Sex, Love, and Goop series on Netflix. We it's are. so fucking good. But to take something away from that show, if you anyone did watch it, there's a lesbian couple on there. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting to me to hear their story as like their, their sexual story and like where they where they struggle with. And it was so, I couldn't believe that these lesbians, mm-hmm. like they didn't know, like they weren't familiar with their, with their genitals mm-hmm. or what to call it. Like they had an exercise where they had them hold up a mirror to their vagina really? and neither one of them had ever done that before. And I was oh, like, Oh, they were some <laughs> self-hating Christian. Uh, one of them was grew up in a um, Jehovah witness. Oh, that's why. Family. Baby. That's and then why. the other one, she took ballet growing up and you know how ballet teachers can kind of pressure you to be like really skinny and they'll favor yeah. like the more skinny um, yeah. students. Her ballet teacher thought she was like too fat and would like put it out there. Oh, so she bitch. had like very complicated, she had a very complicated relationship with her body and her body image. Got you. And it was like, I don't know, I guess me, 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 I guess this is naive of me, but I kind of have this like vision of like lesbian relationships. Like you automatically know what to do. Oh, yeah. Because you're I'm, a woman. I'm, a, I'm over here thinking lesbian know, sex is the shit. Right. Right. And you know, like, you know, your body, you know, what works for you. And I was right. just like, oh, my God, this is not the story for every woman, including lesbians. Yeah, that's. And it made me really sad, you know, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, we have such. A- I know I talk about this all the time, but like we have mm-hmm. such a long way to go, like as women. We do. And like we do being empowered in our bodies, you know, so I can see how someone wasn't raised in a home or just didn't grow up thinking like, I want to explore and experiment with my body and my sexuality. 
you know, you get a hold of a vibrator and yeah. you and you've never even had an orgasm, how <sighs> it can be like Holy shit. And this, and then that turns into that's the only way you know how to masturbate. Yes. So I can see how where your Tantra instructor is coming from. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see how that's a slippery slope. And I don't know. I, I don't, but this is my story yeah. and my, and my, you know, no, listen, I, I want hope. one. <laughs> yeah. I want, listen, I want one. Put it on your Christmas you list. Know, it's, it's cute. And, but the thing is, like, and that's something, like, I, I still, I'm such a long way from like the tantric journey that I started like so many odd years ago. But like right now, my, my wand, it's yeah. a crystal wand. It does not, mm-hmm. it's a literally guys, it's a stone. It's like a, a it looks like a, it's an uh, aventurine, which is like a green. It looks like a jade, but it's not, it's a yeah. different stone. That's my wand. It's just a stone polished uh, wand that that's what I use as a dildo. So, mm-hmm. or like as like a tool, I insert that inside me. Um, but I use my hands too. Right, right, right. Hands all day. Yeah. Um, the vibration thing, I tried, I weaned myself off of. Were you like years kind of ago. addicted to it? it? Because, yes, in a sense, like, I mean, I've, exp- throughout my years as a young, like, as a masturbating individual, <laughs> I've had just like a so human many, being. A human being. Like, <laughs> when I was younger, I would like hump my like teddy bears, right, pillow. Right. Pillows used to be my jam. Yeah. I used to love humping a pillow. Yeah. You were like a dog. Pillow. Oh, bitch. A yeah. little, you were like a little shih tzu, like humming. <laughs> oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> I hate you so much. Yes, I was like a little it's shih tzu. It's funny because like shih tzus have like sassy hair like you, but they're also like, <laughs> they can be dumb thick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that took me out. Petite but dumb thick at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys hear what Becky, what goes on in Becky's head? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's your. Spirit. I told her I was humping a pillow. That's and your she spirit. Thought, <laughs> a Yorkie. A Yorkie. Every, everyone else is like all majestic. Like, oh, my spirit animal's a coyote, a tiger. Mine's <laughs> yours is a fucking Yorkie. <laughs> humping a pillow. <laughs> whatever <laughs> listen your girl had some fun time <laughs> although i do have some random stories where i would like experiment with like lots of different objects and like rubbing yeah it, like, like i mean when i tell you random like oh nail polish bottles <laughs> hairbrushes oh like the most random hair shit brushes. girl whatever i could get my hand oh on my god i was i started masturbating quite early like, dude did you see that meme i think it was it, it was like last week it was like so this tweet that went viral, it was like, men, women talk shit about men because they say they'll fuck anything, but women will use anything as a dildo. Anything and everything. <laughs> anything. I was like, facts. Facts. I mean, it's like we're on. trash too. We are trash. And the thing <laughs> How is like, trash is it though? They were like, inst- like, we don't need a warm body. We don't even need you. We don't need your soul. Give me this cucumber. <laughs> We're gonna make it work. Give me this bad name real quick. I don't need your ass. Right. Give me this cucumber real quick. No, dead ass because Meanwhile, there's not a warm hole to be found in any kind of vegetable in the refrigerator for these dudes. Yo. They gotta put up with us. They need us. They need us. <laughs> Think Although, about it. Think about that. Think of a warm let cherry that, pie. Let, marinate on that and let that sink in. Yeah. And feel empowered in your sexuality. Oh, you guys, women run the fucking planet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> my vagina, my pussy. <laughs> yeah. Like when I give when I give 
some like pussy, like the whole mood just yeah. shifts. Like just like the the world shifts, the know? energy shifts. Yeah, and it's like we need to. That's the thing is though, and this is something, guys, and this is going to be a great transition to what I wanted to kind of talk to, yeah. guys, right? So that was great masturbate segment because that was fantastic. I want one. Go know, get I'll, one, yeah, guys. I'll it's put amazing. this in the show notes, guys, so you guys yeah. can see it. Okay. Put on your Christmas list. Yes. Um. But no, guys. So when it with kind of piggybacking off what Becky said, right? It's like. I want this to be the main, I want one of the, like one, okay, so there's meditate, masturbate, medicate, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many avenues that we can get into when it comes to meditate, masturbate, medicate. I mean, Mm -hmm. literally we could be here all day, right? Yeah. So you guys. And that's what Kim's all about. That's what I'm all about. Yeah. Okay. And then those categories. She has a good life. Uh Uh-huh. You know what? The real fucking tea. She's very balanced. Real fucking tea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm str- listen, guys. I'm a hot mess, like everybody out here. Fucking mess. It's Struggling the holidays and the second the second holiday season during a pandemic. Yeah, this is, we're not okay. We're not okay. I'm not okay. And right now, well, that full moon that just left that was a full moon in that Taurus. Full moon was something else. I oh my god was it was elevated. in Taurus. Yeah, it was in a it was a full moon in Taurus. Oh so my you guys, god. I last last week I had the most um, like magical like inspiring week last week. Like I went to this like brand like seminar with like all these like huge like million dollar like company like these people that like sold their businesses for like millions of dollars. Then bought new then like started new ones sold those. They were like doing pitches to them like these other companies are doing pitches uh-huh. to them. And then also. Um, we were just able to just like, if you're in the industry of like, it was like the food and beverage and also like cannabis industry. This was like a seminar That's that I went cute. to. Yeah. But the, these, these people gave such good advice on a sense of like where to take your brand and like where to go forward with that. So I left there on such a high, right. Of just like so inspired, so ready to take Kimbology to the next level. And then, and then you guys, I'm so excited, but next week you'll, you're going to, we're going to have a guest on the show. I interviewed, uh, her name is Delijah, and she is the founder and creator of Black Girls Poll. You guys, she's, like, I mean, amazing. Kim was, Kim called me the next day after she recorded the episode, and I thought she was drunk. She was so excited. I was like, Becky, I, like, couldn't breathe. I literally, didn't, wasn't I, like, I was like, Kim? Yeah. Okay, I just need you to breathe. Yeah, she had to tell me, like, (laughs) like, I'm going to need you to relax. And breathe, bitch. And I was just like, okay, sorry. Like, I get so excited. I, like, couldn't get the words to form out of my mouth fast enough to express to Becky, like, how excited I was after our conversation. So... The, the interview that I have is on next week. Um, we're going to edit it all and get it ready for you guys. But I just want to give you guys a sneak peek because she inspired me so much because she, for, she like, first of all, she read me for filth. Like she literally did. She was like, bitch, <laughs> but she did it in a very like, in the perfect way for me. Yeah. You know yeah. me, I'm a Taurus. Criticism is no something I run criticism. from. I mean, I'm getting better at, I am. I'm getting yeah, way, I, you guys, if you guys knew me years ago, oh my God. Like criticism and getting critiqued and getting like scrutinized. Like I struggle with work. Like if if somebody like if my boss gives me some some sort of nor- note about me at work, I'm like on it. I like call her. I'm like I'm so sorry. Like I I, I just I I take it very personally, yeah. and that's something I need to not do. But you know I I just strive. We all have I, our quirks. I strive for excellence. Mm-hmm. You know I strive. Yeah. I want to piss excellence. You know and <laughs> oh shit. These excellence pheromones. Okay, they're coming in hot. Listen. They've been coming in hot. And the moon, <laughs> the moon was in Taurus. So I was really feeling really electrified and rejuvenated by mm-hmm. the moon. And like, I could tell that everybody that wasn't like, 
I guess that's at their not house, a Taurus. Yeah, like yeah. I was feeling it. You were you're an Aries. Yeah, and so you were feeling it. Ricky yeah. was a can- he's a Cancer. He I was, was also feeling on it. my period too. Oh, so I was like, yeah. fuck through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, I was like feeling so good like feeling so motivated so excited about life right yeah and it's like I wake up every day excited about what's to come because for my brain like I think about so many eons like I think about all the potential I think about all the possibilities and if you put yourself in the smaller category of like well maybe we can do this maybe we can do I'm thinking big guys you know so when when I when the when I had the conversation with Elijah she thinks on that level too I mean when I tell you so she's this woman started Black Girls Poll you know years ago it was a community she started for black women in pole dancing because there wasn't space for us right um Started as a cute little hashtag. She started reposting other, you know, black women on the poll. And then she had an event in New York City. And then just like randomly, she told me she like, and she would talk, she talks about it on the podcast. She's like, I mm-hmm. just invited like big stars, like huge people in this industry of, you know, like, you know, whatever. And then said like, hey, do you want to come to New York and like do this event? I can't pay you. I don't have, I can't fly you here. But what do you think? And like, they were like, like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. So for God. me, that just gave me such yeah. like, like just, it gave me such a motivation to be like, wow, like she did it. And you know, and I want, I shout out to her cause she came on my show, yeah. you know, and she's this big, you know, she's killing it right now. So she has like retreats that she does like all over the world, like where she takes like pole dance retreats and they do all this dope shit. And uh, she does it with like, you know, other colleagues and stuff. And you know, I, she like, literally told me she's like can meditate masturbate medicate is is it that's where you need to focus on that's 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 it yeah that is what she's like she's like you don't see that very often in, out in these spaces and it's unique it's very catchy it's it's marketable yeah you know she's like you can go she's like you can do retreats with it she's like you can have shows you can have merchandise with all yeah. and i was like fuck yeah we can absolutely yeah you know and if you guys align with what i'm saying reach out to me because like yeah this is something that i'm really serious even if you if you would dm us if you'd come to a retreat yeah that kim would host you guys i want to do some i want to it would be so fun sex therapists tantric workshops pole dancing lap dances oh my god we could have a retreat but then have a room where we have a confessional People go in there and talk. What is this bitch talking about? Kind of like the real world. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah. Yeah. Remember oh, the and show? like videotape it? Yeah. Like record it. Like someone go in the room, press record, and they'll like do a confessional oh, during the retreat. I think that's sick. How fun oh my would God. that be? be? Like, so guys, I'm, I'm in always- love with my stepbrother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck the shit out of or him. Like, oh, like, God. You can go in and talk shit about other people at the retreat, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Drama. Yeah. Okay. So, no, don't listen to Becky, guys, because <laughs> Becky's here for the, she's here for the mess. Becky is always here. She wanted to invite all of our friends to Mexico to stay in her family's resort, right? You guys have... It's not a resort, girl. It's like a... It's a condo. Bitch, it's a resort. Anyways, (laughs) there's, there's literally... Uh, uh, peacocks walking around at this place, guys. It's a resort. Okay, but it's a condo. And a Bitch, resort. we don't own a resort. What the fuck? <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> she lived her uh, condos at a resort. I don't fucking know. There's peacocks walking around in that fucking place. It's like gorgeous. Anyways, <sighs> but there's like it's like a it's a condo. But she wanted yeah. like all of us, like five couples or some shit to go and stay to in go the one in the three bedroom in a three bedroom <laughs> together. All of our crazy ass personalities. <laughs> 
She's like, you guys, it'd be so fun. I'm like, we're going to end up murdering each other. And you're just here for the mess. I mean, we have gays sleeping with, with like, you know, with cisgendered men. You know what I mean? Like, how is that going to wives. Sister wives. Like, yeah, you and fucking Becky. No, you and fucking Gels and Joey end up in a thruple. And then me and Ricky in the corner, like, like witnessing it. You know, like, I can't. Like, that would be a fucking mess. And then you invite... whoever in the fucking condo but i also on this trip when we were like attempting to plan it but then covid happened yeah that's right i was trying i was like guys i'm gonna set up a confessional area where like you go and record and after the trip we will go and watch all the footage and like put it together like as a montage you know put it on youtube how funny (laughs) and we'll all hate each other like literally and fight i want to start okay so she wants to start so so you hear guys who, who wouldn't want to come to resort with this messy bitch that wants to get us all hating each other? No, we're going to have retreats where we are all in love. And we, you know, we all, you know, share, you know, you got to have a, like a touch of chaos and negativity. I, apparently, <laughs> apparently. No, Just it'll like be a fun. Sprinkle, a sprinkle of a little it. sprinkle of chaos and negativity. You yeah. could limit it. Okay. You can limit confessional booth usage to 45 seconds. So they just have to say like one thing. You know, forty five seconds. Well, not a minute, bitch. Like a smooth. <laughs> okay, minute. a minute. There you go. One minute. You one know? minute. One minute. I like that idea. One minute every other day. So, like, like if it's a four day retreat, you'll get two times to go in there for a minute. I like that. Okay, yeah, that's cute. And you know what? It's actually like not bad. You can literally just set up like a iPad or whatever. Yeah, and just I know. A ring light that, and just I know. And just put a little like. I thought about these things. Yes, bitch. Okay, guys. I was so gonna that's, do it. Yeah, we're still. Gonna, you know what? We should still plan that trip. <laughs> All right. No. No, bitch. We're going to end up like, see how she wants to start drama? Jesus Christ. So, yeah, guys. Honestly, it's it was such an amazing, you know, conversation I had with Delijah. And then not only that, though, but she was just like, bitch. I love her name. Delijah? Yeah, yeah. it's really cute. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's sickening. I know, right? She's really fucking cool. And she's so like... She just, she just had her shit together and she just like, I mean like, mind you, she's like every other person, but it's like, she just yeah. was like, she just listened to me and was like, you know what, you, you got to do this. She just asked these questions like, what yeah. about this? What about this? And you guys will hear it next week. So, um, I think we- it's a beautiful thing when someone wakes something up inside of you. Oh my God. And that can be like in any capacity, oh. you know? So what a blessing to have an interaction like that, you know? And, she, and you guys, she read and me for she's been, And Kim's been looking forward to this interview for a very, very oh, yeah. long time. I have. So I was really excited to hear how excited she was about all of it. And so. like, and the thing is like, I, there was, there's something major that happened, you know, in my life during the pandemic. And to be honest with you guys, I'm actually quite, I actually have to do a lot of like therapy to get ready to yeah. like share it with you guys. Becky knows what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. but I shared it with Delijah and I was just like bawling. Mm-hmm. Like I was like crying profusely. This woman like, bi- like we've, you know, shared and like we've like met, you know, messaged each other or whatever. But like yeah. she doesn't know me like that. And so she was just, she actually, you guys, she sat on the, on Zoom with me for almost three hours and listened and provided like, yeah. you know, feedback, gave me advice. You know, she, she was just like that listening ear. She, she was just like, and the thing is like hearing her side of what, what I was telling her completely solidified that I'm not crazy. Yeah that I was being completely taken advantage of, you know what I mean? For many years by someone that I love dearly, that I really cared about, that I yeah. care still about, but the In hurt that capacity. Yes. Mm-hmm. But the hurt that's there, it's still there now. And I'm not ready to share it with you guys yet, but I hope soon one day I will be. And she was like, you know what, Kim, you will be. And 
you know, there's going to be a point, you know, say like, you know, six months, eight months from now, whatever, when you have mm-hmm. your subscription uh, subscribers that are crazy numbers and that you're going to be a super big success and you're going to be able to go back to her and, and say, you know, Hey, you know, like, and just kind of like confront her in that sense, you know? Yeah. Cause the thing about it guys is that this pandemic really affected a lot of us. Right. Right. In a good and bad way. Right. But the thing about it is that where I was at in my life before this pandemic, like the pandemic had to happen to yank me out of the situation that I was in. Let's just yeah. put it that way. If it wasn't for the pandemic, I would still be in the same spot that I was. And I was in a rut. Yeah. Like I was, I was in a rut. Yeah. I, I wasn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you guys followed me on like Instagram or whatever like that, you might've seen that I was living this amazing life because I would travel. Well, and the thing is, it's not that you had a bad quality of life. You know, you definitely know how to live your life and you definitely just, you just do you all the time too, you know? And, um, I think in terms of your career is yes. where you were in a rut, you know, Thank I think you. that's the best way to put it. Thank you. You know, yeah, which that's exactly it. the thing is though, even though that's only one part of our lives, when you spend a lot of time on something like work, which we, we live in a world where we all have to pay bills and we have to make money. Right. You know, work is a big chunk of our lives. And when that is not going good, it, yeah. it affects us. hundred percent. And it, it could be very positive or it could be very negative, you know? And I think yeah. that's where Kim was at for sure. She's a, you know, and which that's a big deal. That yeah. That's a big deal, you know? And I think it's like, again, putting like you definitely were living, you had a good life, you know, but you, this was also part of a chunk of your life. And mm-hmm. it's, it, even though it's what, just a chunk of your life, it's still made an impact, you yeah. know, and a big one in a big way. Yeah, guys. <clears> I mean, <throat> like, you know, before this pandemic, you know, I was, all I did was like pole dance and travel, you know, really. And which that's great. You know, I know. I love, you know, and I would know? act, I would act here and there and stuff. And the thing is like, but at the same time, you know, I'm 32 years old and, I have, you guys, I'm really multifaceted. I have a lot of like talents in a sense, or I could do a lot of stuff fairly good. Um, But my thing was that I needed to like take all the things I'm like fairly good at and like, like concise it to like one or two things that I'm like, so I could be amazing. So I could be amazing and make money. Like I was like, I'm so tired of being fucking broke all the time. You know what I'm saying? I have all these fucking talents, but no money to show for it. Like what the fuck's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm over here living my best life, quote unquote. But at the same time, it's like, mm-hmm. I also was like, you know, it's sad to say it though, but it's like for years that like, I was, I was held back by the potential I could actually like achieve by living in this mindset. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I really, cause Where is, you thought like, this is good enough. This is good enough. Mm-hmm. This is satisfying to me, which at the time was right. right? The thing is though, and I think God and the universe like needed me you need to yank me by my wig snatch my wig snatch i got snatched by my wig guys like yeah. literally i i got off social media for like almost a year i t- took myself off was completely. it a year it was like nine months oh, or so shit. it was like okay. a you know mm-hmm. almost you know yeah but like i took myself off completely to like really kind of reassess my life and the thing about it is that what the amazing thing is that you can always reinvent yourself, right? Yeah. It doesn't end. Like, there, and then the thing is, like, that was just a part of me, you know. But I'm, I'm, so, I have so many different, you know, right. parts of me, and I want to share. And the thing is, like, 
I feel like from just our conversation. She was being pigeonholed. I was. Mm-hmm. I was. And I wasn't using my true potential, you know, to be yeah. to be great in that sense. Right. And then and then since the pandemic and since being snatched out of the situation I was, I mean, I got an amazing job, making way more money I've ever been before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have an amazing family and friends and career in a sense or like um like a, you know. Like my family and friends and my partnership, and yeah. got Georgie, you know, like you know, and it's like I had, and then I started. I have the fucking laganja, laganja, laganja. Yes, <laughs> you know, it's it's something to be really like grateful for. And then yeah. I started Kimboology because it's like I felt like there was th- this is something that I was meant to do was like in this avenue of entertainment, yeah. right? It's always been something that we I feel, and then Becky is same thing, like literally the same. Like she just has this exuberant, amazing, big, huge personality, and it's so energetic and it's so electric, and it's so comforting, right? And so I wanted to share this platform with her, but at the same time, you know, I I have to, you know, I I'm not a and this is Becky's like, stop saying that. But I, I don't really have the best business, you know. We, I, we just had a conversation. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to need you to stop telling yourself this story yeah. that you're not good with business and you're not organized and you're not, you know, Ugh. sharp enough to like manage yourself. I'm like, you can do that. Right. You know, but I think um, sometimes when our ambition has like we have a goal list that's like a mile long. Yeah. It can be very overwhelming because you yeah. don't even know where to start. I don't. And, and especially the like the the reality of it is is like Kim, you know, we're we're black and brown. Yeah. What what like we our parents aren't connected. That's true. Yeah. You know, um right. we we live we live comfortable lives. You know, we're not in lack. I'm not saying our parents didn't provide, but we we don't have like a, an aunt or an uncle who works in entertainment or you know an, uh, someone who we know multiple people we know that finished college you know like true you're yeah. you, you're at a disadvantage you true. know so you don't have necessarily all the resources that you need to do all these things right. you know like and you're also taking care of family members too and you know you yeah. have responsibilities outside of like your your creative ambitions you know so yeah i was telling kim like girl stop saying that story because it's like yeah maybe you're not good at it right now right but that doesn't mean that can change you know true so and i think that delijah kind of just really just fucking yeah you know sparked that you know that she was that kick in the ass I needed because yeah. now I'm on this new trajectory where I feel so motivated guys and right. I can't wait to show you guys and this is all going to happen in the next year so yeah. in 2022 I think too when you tell your story um about what happened I think it's going to be a really good um listen for people who are creatives mm. like people who don't thrive at a nine to five like me you know what yeah. I mean like I yeah. I, and I know a lot of people like me, you know, and it's one of those things where, yeah, you have all these ideas and you like how you were saying, you have all these plans and things that you want to do. But when your brain is not wired to function, you know, like an office person where you have, I don't know, like an outline of things to do, like mm-hmm. it can be very daunting to get started on all these things or to get into a rut, like yeah. reach a certain level of success and then kind of plateau, you mm-hmm. know, like that happens, you know, and I mean, that's with anyone that, I mean, look at Adele. She just came out oh with her God. first album after how many years? Yeah. I don't know, like well, five she had, years, six years. It's 30 like now, right? Yeah. Didn't she come I think up it's with five 20? years. 25. Or 25? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, these things take time when you're true. creative, like things don't always happen overnight. Very Projects don't happen at the snap of a finger, you know, like that's just not how we function, you know, that's, there's a different level of effort and time that goes into like what we, what makes us tick, Absolutely. you know, and how we want to pay our bills. You're completely so right. So it'll be a good listen for people who are like, oh, okay, I see what would happen to her. And like, mm-hmm. yes, I should be having conversations about da-da-da-da with myself, about mm-hmm. compensation, about how much time I'm spending on this and how that's affecting other aspects of my life, right. you know? Right, And setting up boundaries. Yeah. You know, because I think when you're a creative too, it's so easy for you to say yes, yes, yes to everyone who wants to meet up and work with you. Yeah. And then you have nothing left for yourself afterwards. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then that like, whole saying about not like pouring into an empty cup or like that whole like... You can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, like the position I was in, I would, I, cause I would, I'm very much like a sensitive person in a yeah. sense. And like, I would take things so personally. And, right. You know, and, and I would feel all that energy that was like dumped on me yeah. and all that negativity that toxicity and it was so much you mm-hmm. know and to have that for so many years it really messes with your mind yeah. you know and the thing about to be, you know to kind of elaborate what Becky was saying too it's like you know I've always had an entrepreneurial mind guys yeah. like I have like when I was fucking 10 like I was like walking around I with remember these even cute- when I went to your remember when I went to your job once you were fixing a dress that I was gonna take on a trip and I went to go see you. I went to go pick it up from you at your original, like your job that you had when you worked making those um, convention banners. Yeah. The pillows. Yeah. 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 And I I remember even there, I was like, this is really cool. Like I was so impressed with like, you the went facility. to that place? Yeah. You like gave me a tour and I met a few of your Becky, coworkers. I don't remember this. We Okay. This was around the time that you and I like really became like friends. Like, it was, wow. yeah, and and that, I had only been friends with Angelica at that point, I think, for like a year, too. Really? Yeah. Wow, uh-huh. why can't I remember this? Yeah, I smoke I re- so much weed, y'all. And I remember, like, I remember being like, oh, this is so cool, like, what, a, especially, you guys were working on banners for yeah. the Walking Dead convention. Yeah, oh, yes, yes. And this was in the height of my Walking Dead standum, yeah. so I was like, oh my God, this is so cool, and like, yeah. Uh, but I remember even thinking, like, she's this isn't like for her you know what yeah like I remember being like this isn't like this she's too like this is so cool but this is also like she's so much more creative than this you know what I mean um I even back then I thought that and I barely knew you back then but it was really cool I still appreciate the the tour yeah because I knew you loved I knew you loved Walking Dead so you guys what I I used to work for a like like, you know, when you go to like, um, like shows, like conventions and expos and things like that, you see all these large signs that hang from the buildings and the like ceiling. banners and the, the, yeah, yeah. the ceilings and things like that. They're like, someone, if you've ever been to the auto show yeah, that, and you look up and you see like the different banners with at all, the different with brands, graphics, with brands, yeah. like say like big Sony on like this, like, yeah. it's like a, it's, they're called like a, they have like a circle sign or like, you know, things like that. Um, like a four-sided, you know, with all the signs on there. Yeah. I used to make, I, first thing I used to, when I got out of college, I used to make the signs. So I used to physically sew 
the science right. they're made of fabric and then I transitioned to move to the graphics department where I used to lay out the art to go on the science oh. so I worked both sides yeah, so, I, yeah, yeah. so that's why I used I utilized like my photoshop and my graphic design skills for that yeah so that's what I'm saying though guys like I've done so she many does. random things yeah, like, she has we're not joking around I know we just had a million jobs I've had a million jobs so that's what I'm saying like <laughs> I reached a point in my life where I was like I'm fucking tired of this and I've always had this entrepreneur of mine yeah when I was like a kid I would make purses for my fucking kid friends I was right. like 10 or 12 years old I would write them up a cute little invoice and that's actually how Kimboology oh started Kimboology started from that like I started Kimboology way back then when I was like 10 or 12 years old yeah, yeah that yeah. insignia that squiggle sign that that um you know yes like, yeah house that one. of kimbo yeah that insignia that oh little squiggle so, I, so that insignia that squiggle that you guys see me brand with that's i start that was from way back then oh my god i created that when i was like 12 okay and yes. so it's that's what i'm saying i was meant to do this yeah. by my i was meant to be an entrepreneur but right. the thing about it is that i i'm very creative right i can right. i can i'm when it comes to the creative part of i'm really good with that but logistics and, and implementing that and going forward like in the business side that's where I struggle and this is the story she's gonna work on not telling herself anymore yes we're putting it on the universe yes we're manifesting it we're <laughs> medicating am. it yes we're masturbating, masturbating it. on it <laughs> I'm rubbing my clit about it right now that's <laughs> right <laughs> no I mean I, I appreciate and the thing is like I'm so happy guys because like I chose Becky to be here because <laughs> Becky is like Switzerland. Like when it comes to our our friend dynamic, like you think so? Oh yeah, you just call me the devil, bitch. Well, you're the devil and you're Switzerland. <laughs> so, but when you want an opinion, like a non like a non biased opinion, like you can go to Becky and Becky will give it to you later. She's like, you know, she's like, you know what? Can I let me give it to you? Like true, let me give it to you true. And she will put and she if she'll tell you the truth. If you don't, even if it's not necessarily what you want to hear, but that's somebody you need on your on your side to tell you when you're fucking up. Or telling you when you're like on the right yeah. track, you know? So that's why I was like, I'm gonna bring her on the show. Cause even if I am out of pocket, she won't put me in my place, <laughs> which is what I need though. You don't want some yes men sitting next to you, like, yeah, girl, you're the best. But it's like, no, bitch, you're a hot mess. Why did you're you do that? You're trash. <laughs> you're fucking trash. So, but yeah, guys, I mean, I don't wanna like, I, this is something that we're, you're going to hear the episode next week and then you're going to start to see get excited get excited we're going to have a meeting with our um, marketing girl next Monday and we're going like, to really sit down and put up like an actual like plan and it's going to be great you know it's going to be great but you know what shout out to you guys that kind of took a, like that you guys are all allowed on this journey yeah you know and I hope you guys follow us to the next journey too, the next <laughs> chapter um Get yeah. your goop vibrator on yeah, and goop. follow us along. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but yeah, guys, I mean, with that being said, I think that's going to conclude this episode of Kimboology. Yes. Um, and I just want to leave you guys with a little motivation, you know, and just believe in yourself. You like don't don't ever let anyone I'm going to get emotional. Oh my, god. oh my god, get emotional. I love it. Like, don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do anything, you know? Like, don't ever let anybody, like, take that away from you. Like, don't ever let anybody, like, hold you back from your true potential. Because that's really what's going to, like, make you amazing, you know? Yeah. And if anyone's going to be there to, like, hold you back from being amazing, well, fuck them. Like, shame on them. Yeah. Because that's not okay. Like, you know, and instead of, like, 
like the black and brown community, we need to support each right. other. So right. I'm so fucking tired of this, like right. this fighting. Like there's only one spot for everything. That's not true, guys. The scarcity like, mentality, guys, yeah. serves no one. It serves and no it one. And it only that scarcity mentality only hinders you yourself. The the per, the person who truly pays for that mindset at the end of the day is the person who began thinking that way. Right. So. I'm like, you know, it it hurts me to see my friend this way and to know that she went through this. And for me, Kim's story, and we'll talk about this when the time comes, but for me, Kim's story makes me question a lot of like why we do the things that we do as like the things that we don't talk about that we should be talking about. Right. Like our careers, our financial situation, you know, like for like we should, maybe we should be telling each other our salaries. We're going to no, be like, wait yes. a minute, hold up. You're getting paid how much? Right. I know so-and-so is getting paid this much. That ain't right. You right. know, like. Because that's the thing, guys. In this new age of like content creation and like all this right. like TikTok shit, we don't know what's good to be paid in certain things and right. we don't know what's not. And the thing is like, you know, like in the white, in the, in like the fucking Caucasian world, like they all shared that financial stock tips, right. you know, whatever trust fund kids, you know, they all know their parents set them up for success. They had the resources. They had the resources like in the black and brown community. We need to share this. That's why I right. love podcasts like earn your leisure, like things like, cause mm-hmm. like there are podcasts that te- like give literally are giving us the tips like right. here, take it, run with it, you know? And it's like, Yes, like we need that for each other. Right. And like you said, Becky, yes. It's like, you know, we need to talk about that. But like, and you know what? Guess what? If you talk to your friend and you're like, you're not getting paid what you need to get, let's sit there and let's right. figure out a way for you to get there. Right. I know so and so at this at, company. Right. Let me put let's, you in touch with HR. There you so go. You can apply for this position. There you go. Let you me can leave a, that company that's not paying you what you're supposed to be paying. Right. Getting paid, excuse me. Right. Like, that's these are all conversations we need to have. Right. And the thing is though, our parents um, you know, the boomer generation, and at least for me in my household, I remember one time I asked my dad how much money he had the bank in his bank account. I must've been like five or six. And then <laughs> did like, he slap you? He, dude, he, om- he almost did. Uh-huh. And he was like, I better never ever hear you ask that question to someone ever again. Crazy. He was like, what's in my bank account is my fucking business. And like, I, and it was, and you know me, yeah. I'm like the queen of testing boundaries. So yeah. I was like, okay, right. we're not going to talk about it. And it's so taboo to me, you know, to like talk about it out loud or yeah. I don't, it's just crazy. But and you're I, not alone, Becky. Yeah. That's something that in, I feel like in our spaces, like we were always like, no, keep right. that information to yourself, right. which in a sense, I understand where that comes from. But at the same time, you guys, we are, we, we need to share this knowledge within our community because guess what they're not going to tell us you know right. what i mean like the fact that like, and the thing is it's it's it, i personally think it's not a coincidence that culturally that's what they were taught and conditioned yeah because i'll tell you something right now in the united states if you want to sponsor someone who like let's say i have a family member who lives in mexico mm-hmm. who wants to become a u.s citizen and they want to do it the legal way right so you there's like all this process you have to go through very rarely is their application going to get selected but right. part of that process currently mm-hmm. this happened this was put in place during the trump administration it has not been it's still the same thing in the Biden administration. I don't know if that's going to change. Mm-hmm. But part of that, 
you have to surrender all of your financial documents, anything you have, any bank account that you have, 401k, Roth IRA, IRA, uh, savings accounts, uh, your your credit score, like any kind of credit line, like all of your financial information has to be turned in, not just to the the Bureau of Immigration, you know, but also to the individual out of the country who is trying to get sponsored by you. Um, They have that information as well. So they're able to see, oh, she has this much in her bank account. Um, And also too, well, this is separate. We'll talk about that later. But Mm -hmm. with that being said, how insidious, right? That that's a thing because I was asked to do that for someone that I know really last year. And when I found out that was one of the requirements, I was like, hell no. My, my own mother has never even seen a checking account statement for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is my, like, to me, that is like my, my, yeah. my private information. But I was like, I'm not going to turn this over. This is ridiculous. And I well, told, and I ultimately told them, no. Yeah, I don't want you the know? government, though, it all up in my business but, like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, wh- who do you think is applying to get citizenship in this country? Yeah. Black and brown people. Of course. They want to know everything. Yeah. who know other black and brown people who live here. Yeah. So it's like... It nothing's a coincidence, Kim. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's like, so smart. and it's like, of course, we've been conditioned to not talk about our salaries or to think it's uncouth to talk about that. Yeah, because they don't want to pay us. No, no. <laughs> and the thing they is, don't, that, there's no. The, you know what I mean? And if we get savvy, guys, on like what they're yeah. making, you know, and like you know what I mean? If we talk to each other, if we're like, you know, like like for example, a content creator, like. A white content creator posting like a Fashion yeah. Nova campaign will get like twenty thousand dollars. I'm just making up a number, guys. I don't know this for a fact, but I know it's a lot of goddamn money, okay? And then that, and say like a person of color will like get that same campaign. They'll offer that person like Less half money. that. Yeah. Yes, and that's a fact, guys. There's I know so many in sense like stories of that happening. Yeah. But mind there's you, there's whole TikTok accounts created to that. Really? Like about that. Yeah, where they call out different companies for brands. doing that shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, like for the, for the friend zone, you know, like which I love. Like for, hey friend, hey is actually kind of talked a little uh-huh. bit about this because she's a huge content creator herself and got really famous from like YouTube in the back in the YouTube. YouTube days and now like her campaign like she's talked to she's blessed to have other content creators that are like herself really successful yeah. that share that knowledge for with her and the, to be honest guys Delijah she's I mean she's got over a hundred thousand followers and she's like got a re- like the blue check mark and everything mm-hmm. from black girls poll she's so sweet she's like him I'm an open book if you got questions wow ask me I'll I love help that you. I'm that's like, a good person she's a great mm-hmm. person and to think you know what I mean? That this strange woman that I don't know, in a sense, is offering that to me, another black woman, right? Yeah. That's allowing me, that giving me, sat on that there for three hours just to give me that advice and right. share with me. And I'm it's an like open time book. out of her own life. She got a whole ass baby and shit, like brand new baby that she, she did that for me. And yeah. I will tell you this, and I, this is what I will share, that that person that makes me feel this way that I am now, I've known for eight years, never once has offered to help me in that sense wow. at all. At all. And if anything, if I had the fucking caucasity to ask her questions like that, would get shut down immediately yeah. and be made to feel so guilty right. that I was doing something so fucking completely inappropriate, inappropriate and out of pocket by asking those questions or just e- even asking yeah. for help in that sense. Like, you know? 
and another black woman at that. Yeah. It's another black woman, guys, which is really disappointing. Right. Really, really disappointing. Okay, and the thing <sighs> is, like, I, I'm not quite ready to share my full story, guys, with you, but it's coming eventually. One day, One day it's yeah. coming. But the thing is, the, the, whole, the whole point across this conversation is to just don't let anyone hinder you when you, no. you know what I mean? Like, if, you're, if you feel something in your gut, something really strongly, mm-hmm. like I do now, I so feel it. Like, I, I manifest, it's going to happen, guys. It's so, it's like tangible. I can almost fucking touch mm-hmm. it. Don't let anybody get in the way right. of that. Because, like, if they, right. they want to sit there and like be like, oh, no, you shouldn't do that. Oh, you need to run away from yeah. that person immediately. And if you're in a position where you know better, offer mentorship. Yeah. Be an open book. Yeah. And always be willing to share information and and also to share criticism, you know? Like I'm meeting with a coworker tomorrow hmm. who wants to air some grievances with me about some stuff and I also have shit to tell her. Well, you know what I mean? That I'm going to be like, "Listen, let's do it." You know, like you got to hear this. Yeah. Because I've been watching you and, and I'm not impressed. And, and I know too. you are so much better than this. There you you know what I mean? Like be a blessing to someone. Yeah. When was the last time you were a blessing to someone? Amen. Think about that. Seriously. We're going to end on that note, guys. I know we were <laughs> yeah. supposed to end like 15 minutes ago, but we're going to end on that note. Be a blessing. Sorry I got someone. all emotional with y'all. No, we love it. <laughs> I'm like, <gasps> I'm going to yeah. get more of Kim. I know. This version of Kim. <laughs> Becky, can, she's the one that can get it out of me, guys. So <laughs> if you guys like that, you know, she's the one that do that for me. But, you know, I, I just... I love emotions. Well, I love... <laughs> I love you and I appreciate you for just being on the show and being my co-host. I appreciate you so so much. I really enjoy this. I can't wait to see what our, what we're going to do with this because it's exciting. It really is. really is. And I want to thank you guys at home listening. Um, for sharing this journey and continuing on. Oh my God, this is perfect. The gratefulness for Thanksgiving week. Oh my God, it's Thanksgiving week. Yes. (laughs) You guys, I'm so thankful. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving this week, guys. So I am, I know this isn't going to come out on Until Thanksgiving. After. So after Thanksgiving, but But we, you'll still know the vibes. You'll know the vibes. <laughs> the vibes. Probably have you munching on leftovers yeah. on Monday still. While so. you're listening to this. Yeah. Right. I am very appreciative, <laughs> you guys. I am appreciative. And we are always so cons- we are always so thankful when you guys listen to our show, comment, fi- like anything on Instagram, follow share us on, it. you know, sharing this, you know, bringing up conversations. We we appreciate it so, 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 so much. And this is the community that I wanted to form. And I, I have so many ideas for the future. So thank you so much. And, you know, if you haven't already, guys, if you're new to this sh- podcast, you know, and you're listening now, go on Apple Podcasts, leave a comment, leave a rating, follow us, share this post, you know, share it on Instagram, sh- talk about it, share that you're listening. <laughs> you know, if you're out there, you know, stretching while you're listening, like post it. I would love to, That makes me so happy. <laughs> um, and yeah. And then Becky loves it, too. She's actually taking a break off social media, though. Yeah, I think until like Christmas. Okay. Yeah, we'll see her after Christmas. She's like, I can't with right now with with everything. I just can't. Yeah, and I don't. My anxiety is on a thousand. It's okay. I totally get it. It's okay. I hate the holidays. (sighs) Well, you're not alone, boo. A lot of people do. (laughs) But with that being said, we're gonna literally end it, and we'll see you guys next week. And happy Thanksgiving or happy holidays to everybody. Bye guys. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.